Hi, I'm Hillary Walsh, a serial entrepreneur, award-winning immigration lawyer, law professor, TEDx speaker, and raving Phoenix Suns fan. Over the past decade, I've helped thousands of immigrants live free in the United States. I'm talking work permits, social security numbers, green cards, their citizenship, VAWA, T visa, U visa, and lots of successful appeals. Here's the thing. Immigration law is super complicated and legal advice, well, it can be pretty expensive. So I created the Immigration Law Made Easy podcast to share my 10 plus years of experience with you for free. So if you're looking for tried and true, no BS, step-by-step strategies and tips on how to win your immigration case and live truly free in the United States, you're in the right place, my friend. Let's get started. Hey there, it's Hillary Walsh at New Frontier Immigration Law. I'm just finishing up my work day. I wanted to visit with you. I was doing some recordings earlier today um, to talk about different ways that we can help people who are in removal proceedings. And what that means is you are in that situation where you have to go to immigration court. It's because the government is trying to deport you and you have to explain why you should get to stay. Um, It's important that you not mess around. The government has a lot of resources and is very persistent on trying to deport people. Fortunately, fortunately, there's something called administrative closure. And it's really confusing. I was actually talking to a staff member yesterday who she routinely helps me with things. And she was like, look, I almost feel embarrassed saying this, but I still don't really understand what administrative closure is. So let me help you with that. Administrative closure is kind of like if your file is on the judge's desk and you're the next person that they're thinking about deporting, if you're the if you're someone that's next on the judge's list to be um, to have to have to go to court and explain to the judge why you shouldn't be deported, then administrative closure essentially where the judge looks at your case and says, you know what, this is a good person. They've been here for a enough time where I feel comfortable assessing that they are a good person. And I don't think that they should be removed for now because I have other people who have bad criminal history, who have drug convictions, who have lots of things that are going on that prioritize them over you, the person who's the good person. And therefore, I will prioritize that file and I'm going to put your file over on the shelf. The benefit of administrative closure is if you're currently eligible for a work permit, you get to keep your work permit while your case is administratively closed. It's closed other than it's just it's just sitting over there on a shelf. It's going to collect dust. And as long as you don't have any criminal issues um, and as long as they don't if they have other people who are a higher priority to remove, your case is just going to sit there. So you'll get a work permit. And the most amazing thing that I think people don't talk about enough is you'll also have a stay of removal. So unless some type of other issue happens, ICE can't ICE can't deport you unless your administrative uh, unless your case is reopened, recalendared, and you're put back into removal proceedings. So you've got a work permit and you have a stay of removal. It's essentially the functional equivalent of DACA, okay? Like you're protected 
um, from being removed and you have authorization to work so you can get your driver's license. Um, you can apply for your social security number. Um, it's, it's going to be great. So the people, so a lot of people say, okay, this sounds wonderful. Do I qualify? And really it's a very case-by-case -case analysis. Like we have to look at every single person's case. But one of the most important things to consider when you're either the immigration judge or when we work with the government attorney, something that's really important for them to consider is whether you're eligible now or in the future for some other type of relief. So let me give you some examples. Let's say you are, you've been a victim of crime and you have a U visa pending, but U visas, it takes like five years for those things to get approved. Well, Your Honor, we have this person who they have no criminal history and they've got a U visa that's pending. So what I would ask for that person is I would say, Judge, can you administratively close this case while their U visa is pending? So they have a stay of removal and so they have a work card. And so Judge, this is off of your docket because you're a very busy woman and you have lots and lots of people who are a higher priority to deport compared to my client, who's a wonderful person and has, has a really great background in this country. That's one example. Another example would be, we do a lot of VAWA, okay? VAWA is a form of relief for people who have either experienced um, cruelty or battery or what some people would call abuse. They've had a really hard time with either their spouse, their parent, or their child. And depending on their life, um, any any of those people can be can have been cruel to you for you to qualify for VAWA. I oftentimes, I was just speaking to one of my associates, and we have a bunch of requests to the immigration judge to close, administratively close this case while my client's VAWA case is pending with USCIS because it takes a long time for these things to get approved. And on its face, when we look at this, all the boxes are checked so that, um, you know, this person's case is likely to get approved. So in the meantime, judge, will you close this case so we don't have to worry about uh, this person getting, um, getting deported, okay? So that is who qualifies. Those are basically people who don't have extensive criminal history and especially people who have some likelihood of um, having another case approved, uh, other form of relief is how we would call that in immigration law. Those are great people for um, candidates for um, administrative closure. Now, when and how can you apply for administrative closure? You can do it, you can write the judge, you don't have to wait for a hearing. You can ask at a hearing. Or what we do is we routinely we routinely talk to the government attorneys to ask them for their position. We try to get them to come on board. And then if we're able to do that, then we go to the judge and say, we both agreed. We want to close this case. Let's call this a day. And you know what? The government attorney doesn't always agree. And sometimes we have to go to court and we have done it just here recently. We go to court and say, judge, the government doesn't want to do this, but we still think that you should do it. And the judge is like, you know what? You're right. This person has a VAWA case that's pending. It looks like it's it looks like he's going to get approved from what I can tell. I'm going to close this case. And that's always the outcome that we want if that's what we're asking for. So I hope this is helpful because at the end of the day, 
I believe that this is just the group of the bravest people. And I just, I love working and serving you. So if you have an attorney, give them a call and ask if you're in removal proceedings, if you have to go to court in the future, give them a call and say, I heard about this thing called administrative closure. Am I eligible for it? And then if you don't have an attorney, give us a call and maybe we can get it for you because that would be so absolutely outstanding. Bottom line, one last little nugget. Administrative closure is a thing that can be here today and gone tomorrow. President Obama created it as a mechanism, as a, as a tool for judges to manage how many people they had. They, they, only, they only have 24 hours in a day. All of us have 24 hours in a day. Immigration judges can only see so many people per day, okay? And President Obama created this as an option, and then President Trump's administration did away with it. It went away. And a lot of those cases started to get reopened right around the same time that, that President Biden took office and it was put back on the table as an option. So it is something I know you guys understand. Immigration stuff changes every single president, okay? Don't sit on your rights. Don't sit on an opportunity because we don't know if it'll be here tomorrow. God, we don't even know if we'll be here tomorrow, right? There's no guarantee. So if you think that you have an opportunity to get a work permit and to get a stay of removal and to stop the deportation machine, you should absolutely take it while you can. We'd be happy to visit with you if you want to know more about it. And I just send lots, lots and lots of love to you all. And I will talk to you soon, okay? My friend, I'm so glad you joined me today. If you have a friend or family member who may need some immigration law guidance or even just day-to-day -day encouragement, please send them a text or email or a DM on social media and say, hey, I think this podcast is gonna help you. I sure wish someone had given me the tips I'm sharing here years and years ago when I was starting out as an immigration lawyer. Thank you so much for being here. I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Adios.